Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Teresa, and I am delighted to host another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, this is where I get to hang out with the coolest people that are living lives where they're expressing the brilliance in the world, and that's what I want for you. So today, I'm super happy to introduce Karen Joy Fritz. So Karen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you, Teresa. I always enjoy your fierce brilliance. <laughs> Thank you. And I always enjoy looking at your gorgeous hair. So, you know, that, that is, you know, anywho, anywho. So why don't you tell us what you do today and what you love about it? You know, what I'm up to is really looking at how we as small business owners are divinely designed mm -hmm. and figuring that's not an accident. It's not like some accident we need to get over. Right, right. That's divine intention. And it actually will help us in the gift that we're here to give. So I work with people to really look at their design and then set up their systems and productivity and tech to match them rather than making them fit the tech. Wait, right? What? <laughs> so, right? Yeah. People do that? What? This one does. You oh know, it's like there's, there's productivity for list-based people and there's productivity for heart-based people and relational and there's productivity for very visual people. Why not have it match? Who knew? You know? and, uh, and what I'm loving right now is having gone through a cycle of big growth and then obviously here in the pandemic, non-growth. Right. And getting really clear about my design right. and what really feeds me, you know, shifting from achievement to fulfillment. I realized, man, I don't want to go back and build an empire. I, I don't want a castle. I want something that feels more like a cottage on the beach. Yes. With chair covers and a little sand on the floor. Mm -hmm. right? Like a tiny house, except it's a business. So a tiny business. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, as I have played that out mm -hmm. and actually looked at what can I do, what can I do, what can I do? In the last couple months, basically, I've gotten completely debt-free. All of my running expenses wow. are covered in less than 10 hours a week of work. And because wow. my needs are reduced, mm -hmm. I don't have to charge you know, coastal price rates. Mm -hmm. I figure I want to be somebody who provides the equivalent of affordable housing. I want right. affordable business yeah. success. Yeah. So that more of our small businesses win. Yeah, no, like that—that's what I'm out here doing. I can feel it. I can feel it. 
you know, um, some would call you a heretic, by the way, because in our industry, you know, I, I, there are people, and if it's your, if it's your dharma, karma, life mission to build an empire, rock it, go freaking rock it. Because we are both women that say, yes, go, express yourself, make all the money you want. But I feel like in our industry, Karen, you've been around a while, as, I've, as have I, there's something wrong with you. There's like shame if you don't want that empire. If like, it's literally like, don't you want six figures? Don't you want multiple seven figures? Don't, like, like, so talk about that because I feel like, like there's this, I, there's a, there's an identity piece that gets wrapped in that might or not, might not be yours. And you could be just getting swept up in the, you know, like the frenzy. And sometimes that shaming is so subtle right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, play big or go home. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going home. (laughs) Right? Or I'm going to Starbucks, baby. (laughs) You're just playing small because you don't know your worth. I'm like, oh no, I'm very clear on my worth. But the truth is that that continuous growth model Mm -hmm. that most of our economy is built on, frankly, Mm -hmm. it's not sustainable. And it doesn't fit for some of the seasons of our lives. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so, you know, as I've been playing with this tiny biz model, I've come up with several different floor plans, (laughs) depending on what you want Uh in your tiny biz, right? There's, there's the caregiver who needs to have flexible work hours because they've got kids at home or they've got aging parents, right? There's the nomad that wants to be able to actually take the thing on the road and never come back. Yeah. Right. They don't, they don't need an empire and team and Uh or the enthusiast, like, like the skiing person or the person who wants to follow a band around. Yeah. Right. Right. They want to be mobile, but not all the time. They want a lot of time flexibility to do their art or whatever. And so looking at these seasons of life, brings it in to say, yeah, I can take all the gifts that I have and the things I can bring to the market. And for this season of my life, I want to provide this tiny piece. And yeah, you're right. Contentment is kind of rebellious. Don't tell anybody. Okay. (laughs) Don't tell. Oh God, they're going to come and take you away. Let's go a little bit deeper because you know, it just feels like an identity thing. And and I know having come into this, I came in 15, 16 years ago, I came in with a tremendous amount of proving energy, right? And there's not a better way to prove than woohoo. And I remember when I crossed that six figure mark, it was like, oh, yay. Now I'm, now I'm, now I'm one of the club. Like now you're like, literally there's a freaking six figure owner club. It's like, oh, good hell. Right. I guess if you're making 87, thousand you suck but once you pass that one 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 you 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 get accepted in the sorority and so so speak to because i know as you've downscaled if you will you probably battled that identity stuff like who am i if i'm not this like how did you how did you get through oh, the identity think exactly right right, right. Hey, and and what do i think and am i working hard enough shouldn't shouldn't i be working right now oh yes shouldn't i be working more yeah. Because if I'm not working, am I valuable? Now, wait a minute. I'm co- of course I'm valuable. Like there's this back and yeah. forth of, I know it so well, right? 
And yet in the moment of it, right, it took me weeks to put this idea even out there, right? Right? Because in a world of you need to hire me to do your social media 75 times a day, or (laughs) you need to hire me to get your SEO here, or you need to hire me to run your team of 12 people, like holy smokes, the field is filled with people who need you to need them. Okay, hold on, hold on, just slow that down. Because that's that's a ding, 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 ding. Right? There, there are a lot of people who are marketing to create a space. They create the problem of now you need me to solve it. Mm. So this is where the trap comes, right? You have to do more social media, more engagement, more and more, and you have to get, get a bigger team and, and outsource this more and outsource that more and more tools and more technology. And it, there was one point when my, like my expenses were $10,000 a month. Right. I literally had to make a hundred grand over a hundred grand to have zero dollars because my expenses were so inflated with, you know, three VAs and all this technology and all the shit that I was using. So there we go. (laughs) And, and really looking at, you know, for me, the the start was really easy Mm -hmm. because, um, I'm, I'm a geek. I I love the productivity tools. I love going and trying them all out. Uh And I realized that I had a lot of overlapping subscriptions. So cutting expenses was like the first thing I looked at. What do I got subscribed to? And is there another tool that does that just as well for less money and so on? And and then looking at where's my time really going? Mm -hmm. And how much do I want to drive around and meet people? Obviously this past summer, I couldn't. So I learned a lot there. Oh, look, there's time back. Right. Um, and, and so I was able to recapture so much mm-hmm. that I started doing my art. Mm-hmm. I started wandering around and going camping in my, in my little camper van. Yeah. And I did a lot of these things. And then the voice would start, right? Because how do you get out of the habit? Yeah. Of, of being on all the time, right, right, right. that hypervigilance. Mm-hmm. And somebody would say, what do you do? And I go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well, basically, whatever I damn well please. Mm-hmm. Right? If you weren't that way in the beginning, because we've had conversations. It took you, because there was a lot of, what's wrong with me? I should be working more. How how dare I have this much freedom and happiness? Like, like, it, like if there's almost... You almost have to allow, right? Like there was an allowance that needed to happen for you. You know, and one piece of it was the straight Puritan work ethic. (laughs) If you're not working, you're not. You suck. Value. (laughs) Right. Right. And so there was, there was that part to, to get through and really sit and like, okay, what is the value? Mm -hmm. What is mine to do? If I want to take my extra time, you know, I've, I've gotten involved in some volunteer work that I could never have done a year ago. Yeah. Nice. I can, I can invest my time as much as money. Mm -hmm. I can be more present for the people in my life. And so there was a real reckoning about when I say this is my value, I value family. I value freedom. I value this. And then I have this voice that says, but if you're not earning, Right. Oof. I'm like, oh, where, where is that in my, va- oh, look, that's not actually my value. 
So how did you, how did you flip that? I mean, I know, I know the techniques I use, but I want to hear from you. Like right. what did you do to like to diminish that or to dance with a it? A lot of, well, yeah, that was more, that was closer. A lot of it was just sitting in it. Okay. There, there, <laughs> there's this little rebellious part of me, okay. right? And I decided at one point that I was damn well going to sit there and not do anything until my soul invited me out to do that thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, read email, go to the grocery store, whatever. But wow. I was going to sit and recognize that in my embodiment, I have value on this planet. And from the overflow of that, when I sit and I become filled, right? I, I had this visualization one time that I did of deep, deep, deep down in my roots, somebody had turned off the, the valve that would allow me to fill with my own energy. Yeah. Because yeah. I needed to keep going and focus on others. Right, right. And so as I would sit and allow that energy well mm-hmm. to refill mm-hmm. and then insisted, I will give from the overflow. Okay. Oh, yeah, I just got to dissect that a little bit. <laughs> I, think, I think most of us have been conditioned that we are what we do. We are who we care for. We are how we appear. We are our externals, right? Or our accomplishments or, or our children or our bank accounts. And so um, what a courageous experiment just to sit. That must have been an ass kicker. And <laughs> I'm going to invite you guys. So, so y'all know my work. Like the only way around is through. And what Karen did is she dove into the, all the, you didn't use this word, but resistance. Cause I'm all sure along the way there were voices screaming at you. Right. And, and the only way around is you have to dive into that and go, like you said, that's not even mine. Is that even true? It's a fucking experiment. It's a big experiment to be able to say, if I want to change who I am, I have to allow all the untruths of me to come and like battle me and to and to like haunt me and challenge me. And then, then there's a cessation of that. And so how did you, how did you experience, because I just want to make it less esoteric when you say filling up the energy of me. So, cause that's the truth and the power of it, but make that a little bit more grounded if people don't understand that term. I slept a lot. Okay. Like literally I needed to refill yeah. uh-huh. and I would sit still sometimes in lovely places. Yeah. And I would begin to feel the inner muscles. Wow. Nice. Right? There's, there's a level of vigilance that I think we hold in our guts. Mm-hmm. Right? And, it's, and it's from shielding from those statements like, well, if you really cared, you'd work this weekend. Right. <laughs> and, and, and there's just that, that little yes. flap yeah. in the gut of defense. Mm-hmm. And if I truly have nothing that I need to defend, right? Because I have enough, I'm taking care of me, I'm taking care of my people, I'm giving to my clients. Yeah. There is a sense of gentleness and release that wow. for me literally started low in the gut yeah. and worked its way so up. Visceral response for you. You could feel yeah. yourself. Filling and in. the very the very last thing was my upper arms. That, that was when when those actually relaxed mm-hmm. and felt warm. 
I knew like I'm filled with something different from armor, different from um, like get it done before they ask. The best defense is a good offense. I don't know. Sometimes did anybody ever along the way, either family or or friends or mentors or colleagues ever basically say you're crazy? Because I know, I know we battle the internal voices. But sometimes there's the external people that are like, why would you do that? Like, did you have to deal with that at all? Um, everybody in my life already knows I'm crazy. <laughs> so it's preemptive. Like, hey, I feel like, and you're doing what now? Right? Okay, okay. So if somebody, if somebody is in that position, because that's where it gets difficult, where you hear from, you know, why would you change gears? You're making money now. Like, what would you counsel somebody to, to, how to get through that. There's that, there's that phrase about to be perfectly adjusted to a dysfunctional world is dysfunctional. Mm. And so I think there's a level of reclaiming that I'm not here to fulfill anybody else's expectations of what it should look like. Yeah. And, and the more attuned I am uh-huh. with my soul, my inner world, the more other people can say things like that. And I can say, and what part of your life would you like to move more toward fulfillment? Like, how can I be generous with you? Yeah. Well, if somebody's not exactly where you are, um, cause that's pretty advanced, like that spiritual mastery. And I know you work on your spirituality all the time. If somebody's not there and they're really ruffled because somebody is going, what the hell are you doing? This is crazy. You're burning down your business. What are, you know, I would say have boundaries. I would say, I would say, you know, like it's, it's, it's your calling and you're following a desire and you've got to trust that you'll be supported. You've got to trust that the right people will come, the right guidance will come. And so what else can you piggyback on that a little bit? Somebody's having a little trouble at the beginning of it. I'm, I'm not nice like you. Like, <laughs> laugh in people's face (laughs) i love you i love your authenticity you'd be like oh jesus you crazy person right all right you don't want to come along awesome bye (laughs) (laughs) okay well come to me if you need the compassion come to her we'll do that good my my boundaries are a little (laughs) abrupt i'm like i have a motorcycle i'm out of here and I'm like, oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, we'll jump off that question. Okay. Um, then. Anywho, so what do you see from this place? Because it's 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 been I've watched your journey. We've talked about you getting here, and it's like so freaking yummy. Because I, you know, you're not saying it, but I know how scary this was for you. I remember when it when it was like tiny biz. You know, <laughs> put it out in the world, and like, holy shit, there's a thing. And what's next? Is there, is there a, or, or do you even need to have a next? You probably don't need to have a next. Well, that's part of it is I'm totally fluid. That, that idea of pivot would imply there was a pre-existing direction, right? right? right. So I have multiple pieces of my business uh-huh. from all my coaching certifications or the productivity stuff or the tech stuff that at any given time I can pull one of those in yeah. or if it's the wrong season, put it in storage, right? Like a tiny house, you don't have all your seasonal clothes out all the time. This is true. This is true. Right. I love that. Um, 
I also have realized that for me, my business is the service that I provide to my clients, mm -hmm. whether that's doing the shadow work or doing their productivity or setting up their tech. The tiny biz village is my peer group. Oh. That's not what I'm monetizing. Yes. It's just people I love to hang out with. Yeah. Right. And, and if some of them want to look at how do they cut expenses, great. I'm here for that. But I, I see it as a group of people in all different kinds of businesses who are in a season of their life right. where they don't need the shame <clears throat> and they just want, right? Like, how could women aren't supposed to use the word just? I just didn't. Yeah. No, yeah. I just want what I want. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, because I can't. It's because yeah. it's what I want. Right, right. So what is Tiny Village? So talk about Tiny Village. So the, the Tiny Biz Village is a conversation group. You know, we've got a group on Facebook, Tiny Biz Village. Like it's easy to find. Tiny Biz Village on Facebook. Right. And different people have things about this is what's come up for me. Or here's a tool that's been helping me. Or as you say, what can I say to you? And I'm like, I let other people answer those. <laughs> um, and my dream is uh -huh. to set up like a Saturday farmer's market so that within the village mm -hmm. one day a week we each go in there and say here's what I have mm -hmm. shop at the farmer's market nice, nice. and it doesn't have to be a big long funnel yeah. it doesn't have to be like <laughs> any of that stuff uh -huh. it's like here's what the hell I do you want some not this week okay <laughs> that's, that's all it needs to be so yeah I, I think it's so important to hang out with people who have similar values to yours because it, that's where, that's where the difficult, you know, if you have values over here, meaning, meaning you want to live your freedom, live your creativity, spend time with your family, have your hobbies, and you hook up with a mentor or a community and they're all about, all about hustle and hustle and proving and energy and more and big funnels, you're going to either be made wrong or made to feel wrong or it just won't work. So, so if you are like really resonating with Karen's message, tiny biz village on Facebook, cause, cause seriously, I, I worked with a client one time and I was working with her marketing and I finally had to say, hun, you don't want a six figure business, do you? And she's like, oh, you're like, 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 Oh my God, you discovered it. And, and she didn't need to, she had a husband that had a great job. She literally wanted to work two days a week and she had all these hobbies. She wanted to hang out with husband. And I said, I said, you need to, you need to start talking about this because you could be the freaking Pied Piper. And when she, when she outed it, like, guess what? I'm a marketing coach and I don't want to six for big business. A, she was terrified, but then B, all these people came out of the woodwork and was like, oh my God, finally somebody is saying this, right? And that's what Tiny Biz Village is, is, is a community of like-minded people. So if you just want to work four days a week, or if you just, and I'm doing air quotes if you're not watching me on, on video, if you just <laughs> want to hang out on weekends with your sexy boyfriend like I do and not freaking work, if you just want to go on motorcycle rides on the weekends like Karen, there's people that aren't going to shame you for, there's, you know, what'd you do for, is everything automated? What are you doing? Where's the funnel? Blah, right? So, <laughs> so we might've found your people if you want, if you want this kind of a business. So how can people find you? You know, there is the Facebook group for Tiny Biz Village. That's easy. 
Uh-huh. And my website is karenjoyfritz.com. Super easy. Nice. Or atinybiz.com. Oh, nice. <laughs> and that's perfect. That's perfect. And I know, I know you have a gift for our audience. I do. I do. And you're going to put the, the link in for folks. But it's basically seven different tools that work together on your computer to create a space that allows you to focus and actually get stuff done. Wow. Right. So you're, you're not being pulled away by the very tool you're trying to use. (laughs) And that's one of the hints, right? When it's time to do the work, do it efficiently. Right. So that you can go do the play. Love it. I love it. Beautiful. And yes, um, if you're listening, if on the page that you get this podcast on all Karen's links and information will be down there. And is there anything you want to say? If anybody's listening to this and they're like, God, I don't know if I can do that. I love that idea, but that sounds kind of scary. What would you say? I have kept everything I love. Everything that I love about my business Mm -hmm. is still here. Mm -hmm. All that I've removed Mm -hmm. were the distractions. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's the way. That's the way. Or, or at least there's a demonstration of the way, right? right. Begin with the distractions. With the distractions. Oh my gosh. Okay. That, that's a whole office full right here. So yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. So it has been a delight to hang out with you. I, I love your energy around this. And it's so heartwarming because I feel like this isn't talked about in the industry. And so you're made to feel wrong. There's a lot of misguided. Um, and again, we're not about, if you want to do an empire you yeah, know, I have other women on. They're going to be talking about how to grow empires, right? So there's kind of a space for that. Exactly, exactly. And I love the seasonality. Having gone through a lot of challenging life circumstances, if you don't understand the season you're in, what's going to happen is you're going to compare to others, and shame is <laughs> going to kick in. You're not enough. And and you know, I'm I'm kind of a shame buster. That's my that's my side hustle. Hey, good at it. <laughs> And so just to understand the seasons your business is in or, or your life situation, you know, there's a lot of moms who are in the middle of COVID right now. A lot of women have to homeschool. Yeah. So their, their six hours during the day is, is no longer their, their six hours. They're, they are talking about distractions, you know, and they have to do it. That's a choice. So I love that there's like, wow, you mean you can have the both. You can have your business as long as you understand the season you're in, how to cut the distractions and how to kind of really make it serve you instead of you serve the business. Right. Right. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you right. so much for having me. I really oh, it's been a it. Good, good, good. All right. So gang, make sure you follow Karen, get that, that get her freebie. Cause I'm thinking I should have that one. That sounds like a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Peace and blessings. And Hey, if you enjoyed this, episode leave a review you know the more reviews we get the more people get to see this so if you like the episode please leave a review all right peace and blessings bye now hey this is Teresa, and i'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the fiercely brilliant podcast you know if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. 
And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.